Hello, this is Tom Payne, and I'm with Kali Thiare, and we're talking about the Soul Exchange, which is NTW10, uh, which is going to be taking place in January. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's uh, right. 2011. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Kelly. A little bit about myself. Well, I'm a theatre director um, who's been working, I don't know, over 20 years in making new work. Um, and a lot of that time it's been working work with communities perhaps who don't always have a major voice on our major stages. Uh, so I'm really interested in the collaboration of making professional work and engaging uh, stories and unearthing stories from communities. Uh, and I've done that for a long time in different ways. Um, what else can I tell you about myself? I used to, I started my career with Red Ladder Theatre Company, which was a socialist feminist company back in the day, and um, which was new writing-led national touring company. Um, I was involved in setting up Contact Theatre, as it is now, uh, about 10 years ago. I was artistic director of Leicester Haymarket. Um, so I've kind of worked across a wide range of spectrums, really, and made large-scale site-specific work, directed musicals, and then created you know, solo pieces and um, events kind of stuff. So a mixture of, of history, really. So you've got a history with John from Contact Theatre? I do have a history with John from Contact Theatre, yeah. yeah. I was involved in creating the original artistic vision um, and the, pro, the initial programme to launch Contact and then was um, worked with uh, John as an associate um, because I went off to have a baby while we opened Contact Theatre. So that's my history with John. Okay. And so what's brought you to work with NTW and John again now? Um, oh, John's probably best place to, to answer that. Um, I mean, I suppose, I suppose my history with uh, with that sort of connection between making art and, and unearthing stories that belong to particular communities and finding the relationship between both the public arena and a kind of conventional theatre space. Um, is interesting. Um, a lot of the, the artists that have been working on, on Soul Exchange already are artists I'm familiar with from, from Contact and from Manchester. I suppose my own cultural history is interesting because I'm a, a migrant child from India who grew up in a, a very urban working class environment in the Midlands. Um, and the, I guess the last piece of work I made was with Contact Young Actors Company, which John came to see, and it was very much a, a sort of a kind of visual feast, I suppose, and a, quite a celebratory piece, even though it was written by uh, uh, Noel Gregg, who's a playwright. Uh, but it was written specifically for young people to perform. Um, so that was, that was an interesting idea. Maybe that was a trigger for John being reminded of some of, the thing I, some of the things I do. I don't know. You'd have to talk to him about how I ended up here. Well, can you tell us about the Soul Exchange? Um, well, it's my first sort of 
beginning encounter on the project really. Um, so you're catching me at a point where it's as open as it can be, other than there are, you know, artists like Ali Gadima and Borhan have been here and been working within the communities and got lots and lots of ideas. So, um, it could be anything. I mean, in a way, what we know is that it's a journey of some sort um, through the city um, and that there will be a gathering at the coal exchange um, and that things will happen and the coming together will be, you know, vibrant, one hopes, and that's, that's my ambition. But um, how it comes together and what shapes we make and what visual in interventions we make, what stories might emerge. I, I think some of that is still to be discussed and explored and shaped and lots of people have shown lots of interest and have got, already got a lot of knowledge and history of the world of Bhutan and, and Cardiff and its relationship to the Docklands and um, there's lots for me to learn I guess as well, you know. Um, and just respond to it, so we'll see where it takes us. Is this the first meeting between yourself and Bhutan? Uh, it's the first meeting, yes, from the perspective that I now know I'm making a piece of work. I mean, I have, I have been down here before and um, spent some time with John and, and wandered around the city and, seen, and, and have seen some... Um, Coal exchange and all of that area, so that's not new. But in the context of suddenly thinking about an event, a piece of work, a creative response to some of those ideas, yeah, it's a first first encounter. What ties your work to the rest of the work in the opening year? My sense of my sense of the opening years program is that at the heart of all the pieces is a strong emotional core with a real sense of connection to community, place and context. And uh, for me, that's why I'm attracted to coming and working with both the company and the artists here, but also the the sort of the layering of, of interconnectivity across the, the year's work. Um, so I feel, I feel there's a real rich vein to be explored and that um, there's a strand of the way I like to work and the kind of history, I suppose, that myself and the artists that are working on the project bring to it. Gives it, uh, gives it the richness. I suppose, across the year. I hope that's sort of answered it at the moment. I think there's lots more for me to find out about, you know, in terms of uh, what the connections might be, or the more subtle, subtle connections might be. Are there any projects that stand out to you at the moment? Uh, well, if I, lived, if, I, if I lived not so far away, I think I'd want to see every single project that this year this year's programme has, uh, has made happen um, for all sorts of fascinating reasons, I think. You know, I, I wouldn't 
I couldn't sort of sit here and say, oh, that's the one for me. Um, I mean, I loved A Good Night Out in the Valleys for its sheer exuberance and energy and passion and fun. Um, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to, to hear the first read-through of the Persians, which, yeah, is extraordinarily exciting. Um, I was sorry to miss Shelf Life. I mean, that, that sounded like it was a, you know, another event where you could immerse yourself in different ways. So, I, yeah, I'm really reluctant to sort of go... Um, it's one particular one that stands out for me. I think, I think what is really potent um, about the programme is that it is a series of 12 interactions with the public in some way or other. And that if you have the luxury to see all 12 of them, you know, the, the kind of range, diversity and, and sort of story and narrative and shape will be much more powerful than any singular one. And I'm excited by that. I think that's a real great achievement in a national company. You mentioned place earlier. What does that word mean to you as a performer, an artist? Oh gosh, you ask some tough questions, don't you? They're big questions. Um, Many years ago, was that we were talking, um, was asked to do a piece around space and place, and there's always there's always been that discussion about, um, you know, where does theatre happen? And part of my work at Leicester, when we were, I was involved in a major regional theatre, was that we had the opportunity to create a new home, and so the sense of home and where your work happens um, became a really interesting conversation. And one of the frustrations I've always had is that, which is partly to do with my history, is sort of feeling like the sort of traditional theatre buildings were for everyone else but not for me, and, so, so not, and not for my community. And, not seeing work that reflected those things. Um, and then also recognising that actually everyday interaction is theatre, everyday performance and encounters are theatre, and what is it that says that, you know, theatre only happens, performance only happens in a, in a very specified space within a very specified structure. So that, that's one element of... of of thinking that I wanted to, I'm interested in. But the other end, end of it is that where you make your work and who it speaks to absolutely has to resonate with, with the location, the place that it sits within. Whether that's, whether that's a piece of street theatre or whether that's in you know, the Royal Opera House, those things have... They, they are part of the character of whatever your story or narrative or event is taking shape in front of you. Um, so for me, the specifics of place are really important in anything you do. You can't ignore it. It's part of the set, part of the experience, part of the encounter. 
also, I suppose, if you're if you're like me, where your heritage isn't from the isn't necessarily exclusively from the place that you live in, and yet that's the only place you know. You know, I wasn't born in in the UK, but the, the UK is, I feel, is my roots, and because you know, I've been, I was very, uh, I was a young baby when I, I arrived here. Then that sort of sense of place becomes equally interesting about where do you belong, what does it mean to belong, what do we mean by home, um, and how does that play out in shaping your own identity and your own sense of belonging. And I think that's very, again, very rich territory to be explored through creative means. Um, I suppose, you know, the, the global sense of the world we live in, the kind of the fact that, you know, there is lots of scope to experience lots of places. I suppose there's a bit of me wonders whether we need a better understanding of what that means to each of us. And that's sort of what draws me to sort of ideas around the soul exchange as well. You know, what, um, what, does the, what does that building the coal exchange with all that history mean for the people of Bhutan now and people who move in and out of it now, you know, how does it connect, what does it say, what resonances does it carry. So a long-winded answer, but I think that's sort of quite a mixed sense of what my sense of place is. So today we're visiting the Soul Exchange? Uh, yeah. And, and, and with the project in mind, how will that shape the way that you encounter this place? Um, I'm trying to, I mean, in a funny sort of way, I'm trying to go in to just see a show in that space tonight with as open a mind as possible. Um, but of course, you kind of know that in your subconscious there'll be triggers going off about you know, the, the, the shape, even the shape of the room I'll be sitting in will, will be sort of speaking in some way to what might or might not be possible or what we might or might not do. Um, so actually the challenge for me is not to make any decision. It's, it's to kind of keep just feeling like, well, you know, get a sense of the colour, the shape, the smell, the size, the energy, and not, and not feel that there's, there's choices to be made immediately. And that's quite a tough one to do because your, your mind immediately wants kind of to fix things. But I haven't got anything to fix yet, so <laughs> we'll see. Kali Thiari, thank you very much. Thank you.